All right, this is Liquid Gold, where we do shots. 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 Shots is back. It's the summer of 2020, and, um, well, it's, it's at least... It's the summer of love. We are coming on to the summer of 2020. We thought it would be fitting for these crazy times for us all to do some shots together and just have some fun with it. So we're going to be doing the summer shots here on Liquid Gold. We still have a lot of garden-teened content for you. My man, Kenneth Dedman is on the line. Kenneth, how you doing, brother? I'm doing good, bud. It's good to hear from you. Weather's great right now. It's overcast. It's beautiful. Beautiful. Overcast in your neighborhood and mine, a tad overcast. We got a little sunshine as well out here from the Liquid Gold home offices in Inglewood. Tennessee. My name's Mike Wolf with you here today along with Kenneth Dedman. I'm Kenneth Dedman. You can find us on Instagram at liquidgold underscore pod. We are proud to be on the We Own This Town network. That's weownthistown.net. And producer Michael Eads. Thank you, Michael. We also want to give a shout out to Jess Matchin for the lovely Liquid Gold artwork and logo and upright T-Rex music for the dope music as always. Now, we took a little break in these last few weeks. A lot of really interesting booze news stories of the last three months as we deal with quarantine. And we had uh, Garden Teen where, where I was out in the garden. Kenneth, you have been out in your garden as of late doing a lot. And uh, we'll, we'll be getting back. We'll be getting back to plenty of that content. We thought on today's Shots episode. Now, we want to just throw a shout out to Laura from Tullahoma. Laura wrote in to the email, which is liquidgoldpod at gmail.com. So we want to thank Laura for chiming in. Um, Laura said, Thanks, Laura. Guys, love the show. Thanks for doing it during quarantine. And I've gotten a lot of great gardening tips, but I wanted to know when Shots was coming back. And so Laura, Shots is back. And then she um, she had mentioned here at the bottom, are you guys ever going to do actual Shots for Shots episodes? So Great point, Laura. Thanks for the email. Um, so this is for you today. We are doing sex on the beach. So if you're driving in your car with uh, with young children, we're not necessarily going to be talking about sex, but we are going to be talking about the shot, the drink, and the... How is it offensive, Mike? Who does that offend? Oh, that's true. Just blatantly, no, inter- inter- blatantly inappropriate drink name. Because it offends... Even people can live near the beach, too. I guess plains people or desert people might I, be offended. I think it offends people from Iowa, big time. <laughs> like, how dare you rub that in our faces? We always talk about, like, the cocktail being um, the cheapest vacation. That's right. This could be their only way to get on a beach this summer. And have sex on it. <laughs> In your time, Kenneth, of uh, working in bars when you were younger, working in maybe bars that cater to a younger clientele, I've been there as well. Now, I've got my own stories of making a bunch of sex on the peach shots for kids in, uh, in Boulder, Colorado. When I was bartending there, I was 20 years old. How about you? Have you made some of these, uh, some of these weird drinks over the years? Yeah, of course. What was the uh, brand name that, that uh, like, took the world by storm it was just basically corn syrup and a little grain alcohol some color and perhaps an extract of a fruit flavor it was like the or something like that oh yeah the kuiper 
the Kuiper, the Kuiper, the Kuiper. Yeah, I've made a, I made a shitload of them. Never anymore, and I'm always happy to, to the point where I'm happy to. I love it when people ask ask me for something like that. Yeah, this is um, a drink you don't see much. Sort of shyness in them, you know, and a little giggle and a pleasure that they have when they say it. You know. Yeah. They're from Iowa. I think in the time that we worked at Husk together, around five years or more, um, I don't think we ever got asked to make a sex on the beach. I don't think. I would have remembered that. But this is the kind of drink that has fallen out of favor so much that... Why? Well, you just, you don't see it. You don't hear about it. You don't see it. Um, so I did think it'd be interesting to dig this one back up. Maybe this is one that maybe an irreverent downtown hotel bar or maybe one of the honky tonks which have been in the news a lot they could uh they could come roaring back on the scene with the their version of the sex on the beach um they we should into go cups they should they should just keep it going because uh our some of our bars downtown and honky tonks kid rocks house of badonkadonk or whatever it's called they've been fined lately they've been fined for not uh not following social distancing and COVID-19 related protocol. Taunting guests for wearing masks. Actually, Steve Smith has been spotted outside of Kid Rock's making fun of people that were coming in with masks sometimes, telling them to take it off if they wanted to come in. So I would like to extend a big fuck you to Steve Smith. Yeah, I mean... Got anything for that? Like... I mean, he brings uh, Steve Smith was a, a just incredible uh, NBA player. Steve Smith played for the uh, San Antonio Spurs. Really versatile player. One of my favorite players when I was uh, later on when I was growing up. Um, so he he should just give up that name, and uh, he's yeah. he's bringing bad juju to that name, to that very general name of Steve Smith. And there's a lot of Steve Smiths out there, and most of them are probably good Steve Smiths. But um, enough of this bad apple shit. Like, fucking roll, dude. Change your fucking name. Change your name to like. Just change it to SS. SS douche. Well, you could do like Baby Stone. He could be Baby Stone, and then you'd have Kid Rock and Baby Stone, and that'd be kind of cool. Then he could go on tour with them, and he could uh, play like the Flavor Flav foil type character. So that's my recommendation for both of them. Just get yeah, the fuck out of here. Go on tour. Baby Stone. So that's what we'll refer wish, to him. I don't wish those motherfuckers on any other town, too, though. Like, <laughs> I just what? want them to get lost. What were we talking about again? Oh, yeah. Sex, Sex on the on beach. The beach. <laughs> okay, so... It has nothing to do with those guys. I'm sure they've I made wish, a few down there. I and uh zero Sex on the Beach. So the Sex on the quick. Beach... Is an inter- <laughs> it's an international bartenders association official cocktail. The ingredients are as follows: vodka, peach schnapps, and peach schnapps are really the reason this cocktail got created. We'll talk about that in a second. Uh, orange juice, cranberry juice. So easy ingredients that a lot of bars have. Um, the second type, which is in the Mister Boston official bartenders guide, is vodka chambord. Midori, pineapple juice, and cranberry juice. Now, that is kind of old-school, exotic strangeness. Super sweet. I'll go as far as to say bizarre. I think that drink's bizarre. Um, the, the second one, anyway. Your, your recipe 
if you're if you're going to make this a home, we're gonna we're gonna get into a fancy version in a minute. But you could basically do like an ounce of vodka, a half ounce of peach schnapps, an ounce of orange juice, and half ounce of cranberry juice. That would be a real easy. Now you could of course up the main spirit of vodka to two ounces, and you would probably still be fine. You'd shake all that or blend it. Um, serve it in a Collins glass, but it is great as a shot. And that's where I feel like it really, uh, was ordered more often in the nineties, um, at college places. It was a shooter. You made them by the five, by the, by the 10, you know? Yep. In which case I would use probably the same, same, uh, recipe. And I would just try to get like four drinks out of it or four shots out of it. Some just bizarre history behind the sex on the beach so we're gonna take it now to the florida files so this is a shots florida files mashup this drink uh attributed to ted pizio at confetti's bar in florida this was 1987 he was challenged challenged which is a great uh marketing tool of those days challenged to sell the most peach schnapps in the area as part of a promotion for the new spirit. Um, so he created this fruity cocktail. Now, this was uh, right before a bunch of spring breakers were to uh, ascend on the area. There's a little bit of controversy because uh, this drink did appear in a cocktail book going back to 1982. And uh, they, com- they combined the fuzzy navel and a Cape Cod. So... There is a little bit of controversy, which I love, with this drink. And uh, there's an article, makemeacocktail.com, where they get into the, hot, the history a little bit, and they mention how it was quickly picked up by TGI Fridays and was popularized. And that's what really gave it its cult status. There's the history. I guess a restaurant in the 80s was something like that on the menu. During the daytime, at least, you know, you had moonlighting on at night, but like... Oh, moonlighting the um, show. Wow, great reference. Yeah. Well, they would say the word sex and, you know, like, I'm trying to conjure these early 80s memories because I heard about, I think I knew of the drink before I knew what sex was. (laughs) Really? (laughs) That's unfortunate. That's great. All right, so before we get into maybe how you could really make a next level uh, fun sex on the beach with, you know, some local peaches or some peach truck peaches from Georgia or the peaches that are coming from South Carolina. We love those as well. Um, yeah, ideally made fresh at home. Like, these are these are three fruit, fruit juices that offer, like, a really great... I don't know, like a blend of flavor, like stone fruit, like tart cranberry, and always mellow orange juice. Mm-hmm. It's 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 amazing. It's simple, and there's a lot of other shit you can splash in there, and there's a lot of other stuff that you can enhance it with. I remember um, when I was, you know, like living kind of ghetto and stuff. Like we always had uh, Malibu Malibu coconut rum was like. A perfect thing to throw into that as well. Oh yeah, um, a lot of folks would order it with with that. A lot of folks had their own recipe. Oh yeah, well here you go. This is um, this is you know there are 
one of my favorite pieces of research that I've done lately is looking at the variations of this cocktail on the Wikipedia page. So Hard Rock Cafe's recipe is based more on the second version, which calls for vodka, Midori, Chambord, lemon juice, pineapple juice, and sugar syrup shaked and strained into a Collins glass. Now, I got to give that one a little bit of props for adding some lemon juice and trying to balance this this sugar bomb out a little sugar bit. Sugar bomb, yeah. Um, my God. Uh, there are other va- variations where pineapple juice is just thrown into the mix, make it a little more tropical. Coconut rum, as you mentioned, coconut rum often substituted for the vodka. Uh, grenadine is used in place of cranberry juice a lot in locales where cranberry juice is hard to come by. Amaretto is sometimes added for diabetes. <laughs> but amaretto added for flavor occasionally. <laughs> And it's often made, as we're talking about, as a shooter. There is another version where, and this, uh, you know, just to add another fruit, not fresh fruit, but fruit liqueur into the mix, apple schnapps a lot of times is, uh, is put into the equation. Some other uh, derivative variations of this drink, you got the sex on fire, which is the sex on the beach with fireball cinnamon whiskey. My favorite, the sex in the driveway is a sex on the beach with orange juice and cranberry juice replaced with blue curacao and Sprite. So uh, that one's hilarious. And then how about, okay, get this. You ready? This next variation is called the woo woo. And that is the sex on the beach without orange juice. (laughs) Uh, And then, (laughs) oh God. The alcohol-free variations are often referred to as safe sex on the beach, (laughs) cuddles on the beach, or virgins, (laughs) virgins on the beach. (laughs) Virgins on the beach. Oh my God. What are we doing? That's amazing. So I thought it would be fun. I'm going to put you on the spot, um, but I, you know, note to our listeners, I told them I was going to put them on the spot. Um, we're going to do our own variation. So uh, I've got, my variation is um, sex in the shower. And so for my variation, you, it's a tequila drink. Tequila being unfair because it can take over uh, any variation of sex on the beach that came before just by using tequila. I'm going to up, up the ante here. So for the sex in the shower, you have to wait. This is a summertime drink. Um, you have to wait till it's raining. So if it's raining outside, this is a good thing to, this is a good, uh, cocktail to make. You know, if you know there's rain in the forecast, you're like, all right, I can make a sex, a sex in the shower, um, that I heard on liquid gold. So you're going to do, and this is one that you're going to split with your partner. Um, so it's, you're going to put in a blender, you're going to put, uh, two relatively ripe peaches. They don't have to be like totally, totally ripened and soft, but, uh, two peaches diced up. You put that in a blender with three ounces of tequila, uh, three ounces of real tart cranberry juice. You're going to do real, real cranberry, real cranberry juice. So the tart stuff. You said real tart, but. When you say real cranberry juice, it's going to be tart as fuck. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, then we're going to add um, an ounce of orange juice and half ounce of agave syrup. And you're also going to add a little pinch of salt. So you add all that into your blender. You blend that up, and then you pour it into two glasses. Maybe put a little umbrella in there. Maybe some mint for garnish or some of the flowers that we're going to talk about in a minute. Maybe some elderflower. And then you go outside with an umbrella. You can do an umbrella, but you don't have to. It's kind of more experiential if you don't do the umbrella. And you drink it in the rain. And there it is. Sex in the shower. Um, so that's mine, Kenneth. So why don't you tell me, tell, tell us about your sex on the beach variation. Yeah, it's, uh, uh, sex on the volcano. Ooh. Uh, Yeah, buddy. Sounds Uh, hot. (laughs) It's a, it's a two-stop cocktail. What you do is you go get, uh, frozen peaches Mm -hmm. and frozen cranberries at whatever, um, big chain grocery store in certain states you can you can this is a one-stop shop you get uh hella vodka um 100 100 proof or more okay and and uh dark rum ideally like uh el dorado eight is probably my ideal one that'd be dope can of pineapples in corn syrup okay put it all in the blender your frozen Uh, peaches and frozen cranberries right Yes. Yep. Equal parts vodka and orange juice. What you do, what you do with your uh, pineapple is you strain out all that corn syrup, the excess, not ex- excessively, not excessively. Like leave them a little bit like syrupy, and then you dump that El Dorado on the top. Um, ideally, you let it sit for about two hours. Let it let that infuse into your pineapple, the the circles, the uh, pineapple rings. Pineapple rings, mm-hmm. pint of yeah, pint. of pineapple in your blender, and add your cranberries to taste. You want it to get tart. Like I said, equal parts vodka mm-hmm. and and orange juice. Mm-hmm. Blend it. You may want to throw some sonic ice in there too. To at there the you very go. End, at the very end. Um, yep. Um, once it's gotten fluffy, you throw in your sonic ice, and that t- tones it down, drops the froth. And then in two frozen pint glasses, dump it, top with your uh, your rum-infused pineapple. Whoa. Sex in the volcano. That's amazing. Are you drinking it out of the, the canned? Like, is that your vessel? Is the, your oh, vessel that'd the drink? Cool, that would be a cool vessel, but, like... You'd need I mean, a straw. You'd have to, like, save some for a while. But, no, nah, uh, I usually just, like I said, like a frozen pint glass... Frozen drink, oh, frozen yeah. pint glass. Stick a straw straight through the middle. Um, eat the pineapple whenever, whenever you want. That'd be great and for a super hot day. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wow, this is important work that like we are doing here today. On top of a volcano. <laughs> Have you ever ordered a sex on the beach? Never ordered one. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Not sure if I have. I know that I've drinking plenty of them. Like, they've been ordered for me. But I'm not ashamed of it. I mean, I kind of feel like it's a like it's a celebration of humanity. I mean, you think about like the history of humanity, like the original hominoids that uh, occupied trees in Afri- Africa, who became bipeds, who later became human beings and migrated out of Africa into Asia and Europe. Like they kind of like 
they were pretty much like beach dwellers. So for humanity to survive and get to this point, they had to be having sex on the beach, man. So in a way, it's a formative you know, cocktail. It's a celebration of our species, man. Oh, wow. I love that. That's great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that makes me want to have a woo woo. <laughs> the yeah. sex on the beach without orange juice. But yeah, like if you're ordering a two virgins on the beach, that's like, that's kind of like detrimental to the survival of our species, you know? Yeah. I'd like to imagine, um, here's, here's what I'd like to imagine with that scenario. Someone ordering those. All right. So you got a family on vacation down in Tampa and, uh, they're going to make their way to Disney world later in the week. And dad takes everybody out to, you know, kind of a Florida tropical oasis type of, uh, bar restaurant. You know, they're going to get some fried food, some wings. Yeah. And, and, pineapple uh, bobbies he goes in he's got two you know he's got a few kids that are like 11 and 9 they go in there and he's like uh it's gonna be a little bit for the table honey but uh i'll go order us some drinks and he just has them on the mind you know he's like i'm out here i should have a sex on the beach so he's like bartender I'll take two sex on the beach and two virgins on the beach <laughs> It's like, what'd you say? I need two sex on the beach, two virgins on the beach. And oh, the get, the the other patrons are just staring at him. I'm I would like to imagine that that would have happened at some point. But and he's uh, like, is that one drink? <laughs> he's like, I don't get it, man. Oh, happens all the time. Yeah, probably. Well, what our listeners don't know is this is the second time we have recorded this episode. There was uh, an episode recorded on the beach a while back that I'm going to I'm gonna dig up some bloopers, some outtakes from that. And it was really just a sound issue. We had great sound effects with the waves. We were talking on the beach and uh, it was really the wind that made it just so we could not finish the episode and, and release that episode. But I, I'm going to try to dig up some clips from that that I will play now. Drink that took everybody by storm, which uh, that one was created when there was a peach schnapps competition right around uh, spring break 1987. This was in Fort Lauderdale. There was a place called the Confetti Bar. There was a man named Ted Piscio. He incorporated the schnapps into a new cocktail, comprised of peach schnapps, vodka, orange juice, and grenadine. It was an instant success. Blood drink's fine. Yeah, that's easy. Um, that'd be a cooler drink, too. Like a, uh, what do you call it? A cylinder, uh, Coleman cooler. There you go. Party punch. Cylinder Coleman cooler, punch, party punch. Pontoon. As they say. Keep it in the center, though. Okay. Keep it in the center of the boat. Some real grenadine and pop in the uh, pomegranate flavor. And I think you could have a really good, completely ridiculous sex on the beach cocktail. And this is shots. Sounds good good on the mouth. Like it'll set well on the tummy, too, with that texture. Oh, yeah. You could add some ice cream, too. I would... 
some drinks like this with the summertime uh, boat drinks, you add like a scoop of ice cream. It's only going to make it better, especially if you're making it in the blender. You ever had someone that you didn't expect to order a sex on the beach from you? Definitely. Almost always. <laughs> and it's always, yeah, it's always like this sly thing. I don't want to, I don't want to admit it, but I want a sex on the beach. And, yeah, it's somebody uh, who walks away from the family at a holiday meal and comes to the bar. And they were like, can you make a sex on the beach? And I think it's just conjuring up old memories, maybe. Like pre-homo sapiens, dude. They were beach dwellers. All right, there's some of the outtakes from the unreleased version of Sex on the Beach, recorded on the beach with Kenneth and I on the phone, but a recording of it with the waves and everything. And uh, the problem, as you could tell, was just the wind. We could not really get the whole episode. There were some terrible wind noises. And so we had to abort that mission. But uh, thanks for indulging us there and here. And back to this week's new episode of Shots. So we've talked about the variations on the sex on the beach. If you are a beverage professional and you're going to be doing like a like a rooftop bar situation you want to have some fun we're talking to you sally at la jackson i feel like she could she could make a really cool um fancy sex on the beach so you could do oh yeah she would um so i see her doing vodka and or i think i think it would be cool on the menu to have like vodka and or white rum you can you can pick your version um, and then a peach, like a peach shrub, because this is a drink that needs some acid. So you're going to make a peach shrub with Georgia, South Carolina peaches. So you've got some acid in there. And then, so, so maybe you do two ounces of vodka and, and or uh, white rum. You do half ounce of the peach shrub because that's got some acid to it. You can do a splash of lemon juice to kind of brighten that up. And then you're going to do your ounce of orange juice and your ounce of cranberry juice. I do think if you uh, if you up the acid a little bit and added some real grenadine in there, that would be that would be really tasty. And then for the garnish, you know, since it's summertime and since it's a real escape of a drink and since we're missing out on garden teen this week, we could mention there's all these beautiful wildflowers out there right now that you could pick to, to, to decorate this drink. Queen Anne's Lace slash Wild Carrot is abundant right now. So if you're going to be looking out for that, definitely do your research and cross-check how to identify Wild Carrot versus identifying Hemlock because they're very close. They're cousins. They look, they look pretty dang similar. They look very similar. So what you're looking for with Wild Carrot is the hairy stem. And, and what is different with hemlock is hemlock has the uh, purple spotted stem that is, that is not hairy. So with wild carrot, you're looking for a hairy stem. But uh, do your research on that one. Don't rely on, on us to just give you that little bit of information. Learn how to identify wild carrot. Anyway, that's Queen Anne's Lace. But don't El- be weird about it. Like you're gonna probably find <laughs> you're gonna probably find wild carrot, aka Queen Anne's Lace, more often than than hemlock because it's a little bit more of an invasive species. But but yes, incredibly similar. Yep, and you got it. Will kill you. <laughs> got to do your got to do your research on that one. Um, elderflower, which is very abundant right now, um, that makes for a beautiful 
summertime garnish and great to infuse in liquids. So you could infuse some elderflower into your cathead vodka for your uh, for your sex on the Dude, beach the variation. Vodka. The, um, the cathead honeysuckle would be great with yeah, elderflower. Perfect. Yeah, that would be amazing. And then there's also some daylilies out there right now, which are just gorgeous. They are edible. So just check those out. Those beautiful orange flowers, red. Um, yeah, daylilies are great, and, uh, and they are delicious in uh, dude, in salads. Yeah. And you can you fry grow, them up if you grow them. You don't. Yeah, you can fry. You can fry those those tops. Um, you, just the same for uh, for Queen Anne's lace uh, uh, flowers. You can like actually lightly batter and fry. Yeah, fry beautiful. Those, and they're delicious. Mm-hmm. Delicious. Um, also, uh, yeah, like daylilies are great uh, for your home garden as well. My mom always uh planted them in the area where like the the hose wouldn't reach because they don't require a lot of water nor do they require a lot of attention so that's kind of how i learned what they were was because my mom would plant them way over there in that area where she wanted stuff but yeah. didn't want to have to worry about it oh yeah they, they they do just fine on their own they're tough yeah tough little buggers um, and they're called daylilies, of course, because their blooms last for right around 24 hours. Have you ever seen the ones that bloom at night? You should look it up. Oh, cool. Let's check it out. reminded me. I want to look that up. Um, yeah, when I was in college, I had some that bloomed at night, but it was also during a full moon. Whoa. Yeah, yeah. I had them on accident. I had like a, a variety packet of them. And some of them bloomed at night, and it was over two full moons. Whoa! How yeah, much? How much acid were you on? Shit! <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna plead the fifth. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, uh, you know what? They're, these are heavy times. Um, so we, you don't come here for uh, for politics. You don't come here for information on you know really what is happening out there in the world there's plenty of that uh we're we want to give you some fun irreverent stuff for uh to play around with drinks to make for the summertime so this will be the summer of shots however we do need to give a shout out since we're here in nashville i think it's important to mention uh that this group teens for equality that helped to organize this amazing protest that happened in nashville over 10,000 people on June 4th, marching peacefully through downtown Nashville. This was uh, arranged by six young, just incredible people here in Nashville. Jade Fuller, Nia Collins, Z Thomas, Kennedy Green, Emma Rose Smith, and Michaela Smith. They formed uh, Teens for Equality. So we want to give them a shout out and all the, all the uh, yeah. organizing and protesting that they're doing. They'll have a protest in Nashville on July 4th. That I think will be something to see. We've got plenty more here to come on Liquid Gold. Again, thank you to We Own This Town, WeOwnThisTown.net. We've got uh, more to cover here on the Summer of Shots. We'll be doing some fun shot, uh, some fun shot recipes and drink recipes, and we will have more garden teened info and features for you next week as well as some booze news from our man here, Kenneth Dedman. You got some good booze news for next week. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. Coming in all the time. I mean, everyone's everyone's still kind of 
cooped up a little bit and uh, everyone's no one stopped drinking. So <laughs> the booze, booze news comes in droves, man. From my co-host, Mr. Kenneth Dedman, my name is Mike Wolf. Again, find us on Instagram at liquidgold underscore pod. That's at liquidgold underscore pod. Email us liquidgoldpod at gmail.com. And we look forward to more coming up right here on Liquid Gold.